The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals being interviewed and do not necessarily represent those of the Greater Winter Haven Chamber of Commerce. You're listening to It's Happening in the Haven. I'm your host, Brianna Price. Each episode, I get the privilege to speak to the amazing people taking Winter Haven and its surrounding Central Florida area to the next level. We're future-focused, celebrating our entrepreneurial history and leveraging it for our bright future ahead. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of our sponsors who believe in advancing commerce and community here in Winter Haven. Colorectal cancer is more than 90% curable when detected early on. Advent Health is here to support you with tools for prevention all the way through to early detection. It's important to maintain a healthy lifestyle, track any unusual gastric symptoms that persist, and be aware of your risk factors. Still, the most effective tool is timely screenings. Due to an increase of diagnosis in younger patients, the screening age has been reduced from age 50 to age 45. Advent Health offers convenient and safe options to get screened. From colonoscopies to at-home testing, we've got you covered. Learn more at GetScreenedToday.com. On this episode of the podcast, I get the pleasure to speak with Alyssa Garber, who is the executive director of The Ritz in downtown Winter Haven. We get to chat a little bit about her experience leaving home to pursue her education in Orlando, what it looked like when she came back home, and all the plans that they have to move The Ritz into the future. Well, Alyssa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to chat with you. I know you're kind of new to the Ritz and not necessarily Winter Haven itself, because I know you have more to talk about with that. But I usually we start with kind of some background information on our guests. So would you mind telling us just a little bit about yourself and kind of your experience in Winter Haven? Sure, absolutely. So I grew up in Winter Haven, um, been here my whole life, uh, except for when I graduated from Polk State, I transferred over to UCF, so I moved over to the Orlando area, stayed there um, after I graduated uh, with my event management degree. I started working at the Four Seasons, so I stayed in Orlando, and then I just recently moved back, um, I guess, four or five months ago now at this point. So, Well, that's amazing. So I wanted to ask, I thought this would kind of be a nice little icebreaker to maybe ask you, what was, what was the most interesting or maybe funny story that you have from working at the Four Seasons? Because I've been to the Four Seasons a couple times, and it was only because me and my husband won an auction because I can't afford to stay at the Four Seasons. (laughs) You know, not many people can. Seriously. (laughs) So we've been a couple times, and it is actually incredible, but there are a lot of different people who come, people who come to Disney and people who are in Florida. So I thought maybe you could tell us maybe a story that was interesting or funny from when you were working there. I love that. Um, (laughs) Well, I have so many stories. I bet you do. (laughs) Um... Yeah, the Four Seasons is a really great place. It's fun because I got to see it, I think, in a different light than people normally see Four Seasons. Because right. I worked for the recreation department. So okay. I was very much, you know, a part of the kids club, working mm-hmm. by the pools. Um, so it was just a fun atmosphere. Yeah. It was like, Sounds you fun. know, the kid-friendly side yes. of the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, oh, man, I have so many good stories. I know, um, I bet you do. <laughs> I think the one that comes to mind is actually – 
you know, we see a lot of people um, from out of the country yeah. and not from right. Florida in any Absolutely. means at all. And I was working in the adult pool one day as a poolside server. And the this older couple um, stopped me and they were like, oh, my gosh, um, is it normal that you guys let these little baby alligators run around? And I was like, oh, my gosh, is there a baby out? Al- Where do you see? It? Oh, my gosh. Like, I kind of freaked out a little. Yeah. And I was like, because we were on a lake. So I was like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe something came up. And they were like, right there. And I was like, I don't see a baby alligator. What are you looking at? And they were pointing at the lizards. <laughs> and at that point, it didn't even dawn on me that, I don't know, people aren't used to having lizards. Right. Because I've lived here my whole life, and I am very used to having lizards run around. That is hilarious. But I was like, oh, my gosh. No, like that's not what you think. Yeah, I'm like they're perfectly safe. Like they're just lizards, right? And so you know, we had a good laugh about it, but they were so genuinely concerned concerned about the baby alligators with the kids running around and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, we do not let baby alligators (laughs) run around at the Four Seasons. (laughs) That's that's so funny. So I'm from Ohio, and that's when our family comes to visit. They are just so enamored by lizards, and I. I don't know why, because they're so normal at this point. Yeah. Well, and I think it's funny because, you know, I think they noticed because the kids were running around the path, like trying to catch them. Right, right. And it was like, oh, my gosh. This is a hazard. Why are you letting these kids touch the baby alligator? That is so funny. That is so funny. So that was my favorite, I think, one of my favorite guest interaction stories. Oh, my gosh, I bet. Because that was crazy. Yeah. How many years were you at the Four Seasons? Uh, About three. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was about to hit like a little over my third year okay. mark. And mm-hmm. what was the trigger that made you come back to Winter Haven? Well, honestly, nothing specifically like, you know, on the four season side of thing. I was very right. happy with where I was at. But mm-hmm. I think um, my position that approached me at the Ritz really just spoke to me um, with the community aspect right. and what the Ritz means to the city and being able to go back to where I grew up and seeing the city thrive the way it is. And right. there was a lot of things that drew me to the Ritz. Um, it was just good timing, right. honestly. Right. And do you think that kind of working in the hospitality industry, does that affect kind of how you're going to approach things at the Ritz? Has it already affected kind of how you're approaching things at the Ritz? Oh, yeah, I definitely think so. Um, you know, it's funny because my major was event management okay. specifically. Mm-hmm. Um I had never, I I mean, I've never managed a space before Mm -hmm. or a theater specifically. My realm of expertise, you could say, is very much in hotels Mm -hmm. and weddings and group kind of programming. Right. Um, So this is very new to me, this kind of stuff. Um, But I do think it definitely helps because it's kind of a outsider's point of view coming in and looking at it in a different way of how can we get families involved how can we pe- get people drawn to the ritz and absolutely bring some new kind of life into it mm-hmm. um that i think maybe for somebody who has done this before wouldn't approach it the same way i am yeah so. and and the event planning is a great piece of the puzzle as far as the position at the ritz um, i've already seen facebook being blown up with all of the <laughs> events that are coming up and i don't mean that in a negative way no, i mean yeah. that like <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's like the true. Ritz is being activated and this is so exciting. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, one of the first, when I came to visit the Ritz um, a couple months back before I had even interviewed for the mm-hmm. position, it was mm-hmm. the first time I had stepped into the Ritz probably ever. Yeah. Um, the building has been there my whole life and I've never been inside mm-hmm. it. And so when I got to go for the first time a few months ago, 
all I could think about was how much potential there was there. And oh my gosh, like there's so many people in the city that I know have never either stepped foot inside the Ritz or there's just so many people that can be reached with my mind was just spiraling. I was yeah. so excited and I was like, I want to start like now. Right I'm now. like, we can yeah. advertise and whatever. I'm all about the social media. Yes. So that is me. That is blowing up your Facebook. It's a good thing though. <laughs> it's it's getting it in front of people. And like you said, I mean, how many people in Winter Haven have lived here forever and never been inside the Ritz? Right. It's know? probably the biggest comment I get more than anything else yeah. is that, oh, I didn't know this was here. I've never been inside. Yeah. And Come I, in. Come I'm inside. the same. I'm the same way, really. I mean, I've lived in Winter Haven for 17 years and I mean only been in the Ritz because of my position at the chamber I mean I never I never really had a reason to go there before mm-hmm. um, but now there's so many things going on it's like now I don't not have a reason to yeah. not go well you know? it's tr- that's I think my biggest thing is I'm trying to get you know stuff going on for everybody that way it's, yeah you see the different programming happening we're showing many different kinds of movies on yeah. our movie night so it's not the same schedule over and over again it you know, brings a little bit of life for everybody. That way, if people, you know, normally don't have the incentive to come downtown or stuff like that, it draws different crowds. Right. Mm-hmm. You get a, a lot of different age groups. Exactly. Families, mm-hmm. couples. I've seen, um, I think I think The Proposal is one of the mm-hmm. movies that you guys are going to show. I mean, that's a very yeah. date night or girls night Ex- type thing. Best you know? of both worlds there. Yeah. My, you know, my dad very much thinks I put that on the schedule just because it's my favorite Selfishly, movie. yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah. So. And you got to get different programming. Just because it's my favorite doesn't mean. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. you got you to yeah. peek um, to all. Absolutely. Exactly. So we got a lot of good stuff. You good. Know? That's exciting. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you, too, um, kind of going back to the fact that you were born here and kind of went away so what was that experience like as far as you know living here going to school here and then going to school somewhere else and coming back I mean was is that experience been really good I mean what what was that like it's it's been a really great experience all around um I think I definitely liked you know living here Mm -hmm. and then going and then coming back was that the plan to come back do you think no (laughs) it definitely wasn't the plan um you know, I, everything happens for a reason, and yeah. timing is, I believe, you know, absolutely everything. It definitely was not my plan to come back, yeah. um, and I wasn't going to come back for just anything. So the fact that I'm here, like, for the Ritz and doing what I'm doing, I, I'm passionate about why I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, it all worked out, and I think it gave me a different perception on the city, like, living in Orlando absolutely. and experiencing the whole city life there, mm-hmm. and then coming back and... You know, the city's different now than when I was oh, growing sure. up here. Sure. It's yeah. grown so much. And, yeah. you know, the reasons that I was like, oh, there's nothing to do in Winter Haven, like those kinds of things when I was growing up isn't the case anymore. So it's interesting to see how that right. opinion has shifted uh, of I where could, I want to be. I could absolutely say the same thing even, mm-hmm. you know, 17 years ago. Winter Haven is not at all what it used to be. No. And, you know, we go to Orlando. We don't really go to Orlando a whole lot, um, maybe for a little bit of shopping in Disney World. Me mm-hmm. and my husband are annual pass holders. Me too. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, so we don't go super often, but I think Winter Haven is nice because it gives you the feel of like, it has that downtown, there's stuff, there's like a little bit of hustle and bustle, there's stuff going on, but without it being like, I mean, we all hate driving to Orlando oh, because of the traffic, worst. you know? Yes. So it's nice that you can kind of get a little bit of the best of both worlds with Winter oh, Haven, so feeling true. like there's there are things, there's plenty of things to do. Oh, and yeah. you don't have to 
sit on the road for an hour to do them. Exactly, (laughs) to get there. And, you know, the community here is so unique. The people is what makes the town so special, um, which was a huge draw to me coming back here. I mean, everyone... It's such a it's such a small town. You know, you go everywhere and you see everyone you yes. know, and I love that. Like, I love being able to walk down to the restaurants at lunch and just say hi and, yeah. and see people from high school right. and people that have known my parents for years. And yes. it's a good, you know, good and vibes. A, and being a back lot home. of people, yeah, a lot of people that I talk to who are unbiased, I will say, <laughs> do say, you know, when they when they come to Winter Haven, they feel welcomed. And they tend to like just the spirit of the people who yeah. are here. Oh, so, I totally get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I also wanted to ask you, you know, we we kind of helped push out the news when you were hired as the executive director. And one of the things that I was reading is you studied at Polk State for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it mentioned in there that you kind of developed a love for perform- performing arts venues while you were there. So I was going to ask you kind of how Polk State kind of played into that interest. And was that interest there before? Or was that something completely new that you were kind of delving into? I think maybe a combination of both. Yeah. Um, I think like I've always had a respect for the arts. Absolutely. Like I always loved going to plays and everything growing up. I thought it was so cool seeing people on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in a different way, Polk State definitely gave me a new perception on arts in general. Mm-hmm. I actually started college with my major being broadcast journalism and film. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm, cool. Because I loved my television production program when I was at Winter Haven. Okay. And so that sparked, you know, what I thought I wanted to do. And so that's what I was studying in college. And so when I got to Polk State, my first year is because that was my major, they made me take um, a lot of art classes, actually, that Mm -hmm. were like under the realm of digital media. Mm -hmm. But before you could get to the digital media classes, they had you take, um, I remember having this one class that was kind of all like mixed media arts. So okay. I was doing sculpting, I was painting. Wow. I had to take a photography class, just kind of stuff that I really never had done before on such a, um, you know, I mean, I took art classes when oh, I was I in mean, middle right, and high right, school. Right, right. Um, a little but bit of a bigger scale. College is definitely, yeah, yeah bigger scale, um, learning to do all that stuff. And I just had the most fun with it. And all of a sudden, like, I was, you know, having extra credit opportunities to go to, like, the art galleries and stuff like that. And I was just so, like, in awe of the things that people could create and do um, that it kind of sparked an interest in all of those kind of art things. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it definitely brought back to life, I think, on a different level Mm -hmm. of my love for, you know, theater and art and stuff like that. Um, I've always been a very creative person. Mm -hmm. So... It was just a really nice outlet that yeah. Polk State kind of sparked in me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I never thought that I would be working at a theater professionally, which right. has been, you know, the time of my life so far. But, you know, Polk State did a lot for me in that aspect. For yeah, sure. and I'm sure you'll be able to kind of pull from that, you know, as you're working at the Ritz. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And Polk State has a lot of great art offerings. You know, they have some great stuff over there. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. it's not surprising that that sparked your interest a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, they have great programs all around. Yeah. I'm still very close with some of my people that I met oh, nice. in my art classes. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a great time. Cool, cool. Well, um, just to go back a little bit to the Ritz itself. So we all know that, you know, the Ritz is a very historic place in Winter Haven. So I wanted to kind of get your thoughts about, 
you know, you will be working kind of in tandem with the board of directors. So how do you guys plan and what are your thoughts surrounding, you know, honoring the history of the Ritz while also kind of moving it into the future, you know, kind of that balancing act? What does that look like? I think it, you know, it looks like a lot of different things. Um, The history of the building is what makes the building unique. I mean, you walk in and you know that it is a historic building because it's, you know, there's just the structure of it for one, the way that it was Mm -hmm. built. um, And it's right in the heart of downtown. It's always been the thing that has driven downtown. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the things that drew me back to it was that it's right there in the center. And so it's, you know, people may not have always been going to the Ritz, but they knew that it was there. Oh, yeah, so for sure. the history of it is kind of built right in and it makes it so much more enticing to be like, wow, this building has been here for almost 100 years. It's wild. And, you know, look at the beauty of our theater and it's re-renovated mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. So it's just we are trying to bring the beauty of it back to life in right. a way. Yeah. Um, I think you can't really talk about the theater without talking about the history of it as well. Which always brings in, you know, the value of that. And then in terms of, you know, pushing it forward, using those things to entice the people that haven't been a part of the Ritz before and using that to our advantage, really. And because I think when people hear the story of the Ritz and all the things that we can do there Mm -hmm. and the different aspects of the events that we can hold, you know, concerts, corporate stuff, like there's so many things that are enticing about the Ritz as an event space. Yes. Um, I think that that propels it forward to just outreach to so many people. Mm -hmm. You can really utilize it in a lot of different ways. Yeah, you can. You know, it's not your typical theater um, that has just theater-style seating. You know, we don't have furniture that is bolted to the floor. that's true. A little bit of flexibility Exactly. We can do custom floor plans. We can host, like, a wedding reception or a concert. There's such a wide range of things that can be done there. Yeah, and I think for somebody who hasn't been there, they probably don't think of that because when I think of the Ritz, I think of more business-style conference stuff because that's what we've done with the chamber. Mm -hmm. Um, In January, we did our state of the city, as you know. So we had, you know, the city staff get up there and talk about all the fun things that are going on in the city. But then I think a couple years ago, I I don't remember which year it was. It might've been 2019. We hosted um, city works there, which is Mm -hmm. an expo that main street does. Um, So I've always you know, thought of it as a conference space. So now on Facebook, I'm seeing like all these movies that are going to be showing. And I'm like, that is so cool. Yeah. You know, it's a different way to activate the space. Well, I think that's what is, again, one of my favorite things is that people always, I find, go to the Ritz for a very specific reason. So yeah. like you're saying that you've only seen it in the corporate settings yep. really yep. and stuff like that. But then there are the people that have only ever been to a concert that's setting. True. And so that they also can't visualize the movies or the people that have only been to the movies can't visualize the other things. Yeah. And so they end up coming, you know, once or twice to something different. And they're like, wow, I didn't know you could do this with this space. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's why you got to come to multiple events and see it in so many different lights because, you know, it's it's a super special place. Yeah. And that's the cool thing, I think, now that we're being able to activate the space. I mean, if it almost seems like every weekend you're going to be able to do something at the Ritz. I mean, yeah, you're either watching a movie or seeing a concert or, you know, any of those things. And that's really cool that 
Because when I put weekends in Winter Haven together, all I'm yeah. seeing is like, wow, there's a lot going on at the yeah. Ritz, which is really encouraging. You know? Good. I love to hear that. Well, that's, you know, what I'm really trying to do is have something for everybody. You know, yes. different kinds of music, different kinds of art, different kinds of community involvement. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's the more outreach, the better. Yeah. And the kids programming and all this stuff. I really think that the Ritz is such a special place with the story of all the history and everything mm-hmm. built right in there. Yeah. Um, it just makes it so unique. And, I mean, the marketing is right there in itself, <laughs> right, you know? Right, Visually, it's a staple. And now that people will be able to go inside and create memories, I mean, then it becomes a staple because of what people can mm-hmm. use it for and all of those things. Mm-hmm. So I, it's very exciting to see all that stuff coming together. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hello, I'm Greg Littleton, President and CEO of Citizens Bank & Trust. Since 1920, Citizens Bank and Trust has been a stable and reliable banking partner in our community. Now in our third generation of family ownership, you can count on the team at Citizens Bank and Trust to be here for all of your banking needs. From secure checking and personal savings plans to a wide range of personal, mortgage, and business loans, we have the right financial solutions for you. We also offer a highly experienced group of trust and private banking professionals who can work with you to develop your long-term financial goals. If you're looking for a community bank with a heart for people and outstanding customer service, I invite you to visit citizens-bank.com to find the office location nearest you and give us a try. At Citizens Bank and Trust, we're proud to be your bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, Investment Advisory Products and Services, not FDIC insured, not a deposit, not guaranteed, may lose value. And I know you you were telling me about how you are a Winter Haven Blue Devil. Am I right? Oh, yes. All the way. I am as well. Oh. So that's cool. A fellow Blue Devil. Um, but I know after you graduated, you actually were a volleyball coach for a little bit. I was. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Oh I was gosh, just yeah. curious about no, I that. I love that. I don't get to talk about that very often. Well, here's so your chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, I grew up playing volleyball my entire life. Okay. Um, I mean, Totally all year round, like I played competitively, school, wow. like volleyball was everything. And I was actually going to play at Polk State Oh, okay. when I graduated. Um, I was going to just walk on and play. Mm-hmm. And so I practiced with them for a few times. And then I ended up getting a different scholarship to oh. go to Polk State um, okay. that required me kind of being a volunteer for okay. the college, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I would work events and things for them. Um, so that took up a lot of my time. So I, you know, playing volleyball was no longer an option for me. Yeah. Which again, timing is everything. And so I went back to the high school where um, the coach at the time for the JV team mm-hmm. ha- was looking to step down and do something different. And, you know, she recommended me. And before I knew it, you know, obviously I was very familiar with the coach staff and everything. Yeah. And I had been an assistant coach for competitive teams for a while, um, and I loved it. But I had never been a head coach Mm -hmm. before, Mm -hmm. and so it was totally, totally new and fun and exciting. I was going to say, it sounds fun. I mean, to to graduate from high school— and then be able to coach at that high school That's kinda is cool. just super special. Yeah. It's not something that happens all the time. And I loved being able to coach that age. It brought back like, you know, it was different than being able to play myself. Right, yeah. 
I almost liked it better than playing myself because right. I was teaching girls what I love to do. Yeah. I when they started loving it, I it welcomed them in high school. You know, it right. was just such an exciting age and realm of coaching. Yeah. Um, that was like the the best time. That couldn't have happened better, honestly. Yeah. And I a lot of people coach. a lot of people don't get the chance to go back to their high school and do really anything because I mean yeah. usually after high school you're like peace out you know I have no yeah. reason to come back here I, I only went back to Winter Haven High School a couple times to see Mr. Fritz who's the drama oh, teacher yeah. I really connected with him he's my all-time favorite teacher so if well, you're listening to this a lot, so. I was gonna say if you're <laughs> listening to this Mr. Fritz you're the best and you're my favorite teacher <laughs> ever um so I went back a couple times to to visit him and then I think um it was like 2017 or 2018 I went back to do a story on one of the shows that they were doing but a lot of people don't get the chance to go back to their high school and contribute in that way so that's super fun it was super fun to go back to my alma mater and coach so soon after because I was still so connected to the school you know after like a lot of time passes you're like oh high school so long ago like I don't remember anybody like all that stuff but it was so immediate after graduation that I was so connected to seeing that like my own team was thriving still and my sister just had stepped into her senior year of high school okay. and was playing on the varsity volleyball team. Nice. So I That's got fun. to be a part of that. Right. I got to sit on the bench while she was playing. And it was just, it was really special being yeah. able to do that so soon after graduation. I feel like because it was fresh, it was probably more enjoyable, actually. You oh, know? definitely. Because then it's not, you know, after high school, it gets a little stale. You know, yeah. why am I back here? You no, know? Yeah, so. definitely. I mean, it made me feel good and honored that they, like, invited me back to coach. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, that's really cool because not, you know, they wouldn't just offer that just yeah. for the sakes of offering it. And right. I thought that that was, it was a super special time yeah. for me. That was great. Do you guys think you'll do anything with the schools at the Ritz, do you think? Like kind of incorporating any educational type stuff? I want to get the high school involved in as many ways as possible. Yeah. I have a lot of their students coming in right now and doing service hours and stuff. Oh, cool. Um, so definitely trying to reach them as much as possible Mm -hmm. um I think it would be so cool to throw like a Winter Haven reunion but not just like for any specific class but just like for the whole town that's a cool idea like total blue devil pride and if at least nobody else shows up me and you will be there (laughs) yeah I mean we'll get the marching band to play I'm sure you know Fritz if he's listening he'll He'll be be there yeah I think that it there's something to it there's so many Winter Haven grads in the area that I think would just be so I honestly fun to think get that's everyone. a cool idea it would be so unique I think yeah to just like let's get the you know blue devil pride yes at the reunion for just, all exactly you'd get you know, a lot some, of different age range from that which I is really so. cool I think so and you know not everyone does class reunions and stuff anymore right. like especially since COVID's been so weird yeah. and but I think there's something to it let's like everyone that graduated from Winter Haven is invited come on down and yeah, let's you show know some what? spirit. I think you should sit on that. And I think you should do some planning. If you need help, give me a call. Okay. That's a pretty cool idea. I love Thank that. You. Look, it's on my notes. Ideas are being born on the yeah. podcast. So it's if true. it happens and it's a huge success, you heard it here yeah. first. Exactly. <laughs> well, I know you're I know you've already have been living in Winter Haven, so Winter Haven mm-hmm. isn't necessarily new to you. But I know one of the ways that you're kind of trying to like reintegrate yourself is being a part of leadership Winter Haven, class forty one. Oh, Oh, yes, represent. represent 41, the best leadership <laughs> class ever known to me. You heard it here, 41. 
Remember it. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Leadership Winter Haven is a program under the chamber, and it's a great way to kind of get connected and learn more about Winter Haven. Um, so Alyssa is in that class right now. So I thought you could tell us a little bit about how that's kind of helped you integrate. How, has has anything happened so far? So it'll go until summertime, I think. I think so. So yes. um, has anything kind of significant happened that's like, dang, this was a great investment? Oh my gosh. I think every time I step foot into my leadership class, I think that, wow, this was a great investment. That's um, awesome. And I got to tell you, like, I honestly had no idea what to expect with the whole leadership class thing. Mm-hmm. When I was moving back to Winter Haven, um, it was something that was suggested to me mm-hmm. to get to know the town in kind of a young professional way. Um, because, like you said, I did grow up here, but it's totally different coming back and trying to establish yourself as I a bet. professional. Mm-hmm. That, especially around people that have known you your whole life, which that's true. It can obviously be very beneficial, but it's also like they've known you your whole life, so they're getting to know you in a totally different way. Yeah, yeah. And you're getting to know the town in a totally different mm-hmm. way, um, which is super special. But it was so so helpful to me to step into the leadership class. I think especially. Um, you know, 41 is the best class, obviously. <laughs> um, but the people that I've met through my class has just been so awesome in every single way. I mean, I'm more comfortable, I think, professionally in this town, specifically because wow. of the leadership mm-hmm. class, for sure. Um, it just gave me an immediate group of um, professional connections yeah. that I didn't have before, before. because yeah. everyone that I know in this town like I said, didn't know me professionally. Like I had never established a career in Winter Haven. I was kind of coming back, jumping into this role two feet first Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, without, you know, having any connections besides ones that I've made on a personal level. And so it was kind of reestablishing myself into the community that I know and love. Mm But the realm of expertise in the room at our leadership class is just so awesome I mean everyone does something so different Mm -hmm. everyone is so nice so welcoming so willing to help each other I mean I've gotten more advice from the people in my leadership class in terms of you know like grant writing and yeah how to fundraise and who I should talk to next and that's amazing it gave me such an immediate community of professional outreach and I never would have had these people if it weren't for leadership and so that yeah, that was the biggest blessing, I think. It's worth its sure. weight in gold, really. Oh, my gosh. Um, even absolutely. if that's all you get from it, you know, are those connections, which I guarantee yeah. you that's not all you'll get oh, from it because no, it's packed I with mean, stuff. I mean, it is – we have really cool days. Sorry, I know. I got off on a little tangent about how much I love the people because 41, no, it's a good thing. best class yes, ever. It's a, that's um, a part of it. That's all a part of it. I will say I have learned so much about Winter Haven. I've seen Winter Haven in a totally different I light. I mean – yeah, there's so much about Winter Haven that I didn't know, and I'm definitely a person that was like, I know everything there is to know right. about Winter Haven. I've been here my whole life. I think that a is lot so of people not true. say that. Yeah, I mean, my husband went through it, and I was like, he was like, I had no idea, and that's kind I, of the point of it. You oh know? my gosh, yeah. I mean, I come home and I like talk to everyone about. It. I'm like, look at all these things I did today, and like, did you know this? Did you know this? I didn't know this. Did you know this? Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting. Like, okay, <laughs> a lifelong learner. You know? Oh my gosh, it's very cool to see Winter Haven in such a different light. You know, we're learning about the arts, education programs, you know, this inner city workings of like the government stuff and so many different things. Yeah. And definitely not anything I would know without being a part of leadership. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's been such a great way to dive even further into my 
um, career growth in Winter Haven for yeah. sure. Yeah. Have Have you had a kind of favorite moment or day? Because for for the listeners who don't know, every single month they go, you know, do something different, and it's themed on a certain day, whether that's like Polk County Day or Winter Haven mm-hmm. Day or Education Day. So, have you had a day? And again, you have many days to come. But have you had a favorite day so far? Oh man. Um. Because you've had a few, right? We've had a few. And honestly, each one has been so great in their own ways. I think my favorite day, which is you're going to be like, oh, of course, your favorite day, um, but was the arts day. Oh, she had to say that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It was coming. Um, That was my favorite day, I think, as a whole, Mm -hmm. like from start to finish. It was just we were visiting museums and learning about all the different art programs, went to the theater, Winter Haven. Like there were... It was so consistently like, oh, my gosh, so great. Right. Um, and I loved that day. But I will say that last week we had our education day. Yeah. And that was super fascinating, too, mm-hmm. because, you know, growing up, I like I loved my education. I went yeah. to, you know, St. Joe's Catholic School and then I went to the public high school. And so I knew what I knew about right. those schools. Um, but I got to see, you know, the Montessori school, which mm-hmm. I didn't even know what a Montessori school yeah. was yeah. until I went last mm-hmm. week, honestly. And it was very eye-opening to be able to see the inner workings of different education programs yeah. and what the city does for those educational programs mm-hmm. and kind of how everything is so connected. And you just don't realize unless you're right there you asking those questions. Yeah, you truly don't know what you don't know. And so I think those two were the most like eye-opening yeah. days for me of like how the city contributes to all of that. And yeah, really cool. I mean, each day I could go on and on about every day oh yeah Yeah. I think the arts day would be really fun I mean you can't how can you not I mean you're just looking at so many pretty things right yeah you know and everyone in the artistic community is so passionate about what they do and you know a lot of the times it is like for non-profit you know like the museums like my theater is non-profit like there is um so much passion behind having these businesses be able to do and perform the way that they do. Mm-hmm. And it's super awesome. It's some, There's something really inspiring about seeing people be so passionate about what they do on a daily yeah. basis. And honestly, you probably see a little bit of yourself in that too, you know, because now you're going to be, you are working with yeah. nonprofit work. I know. Has that been an interesting kind of learning curve to be a part of? It has. Yeah, it definitely has. My whole goal when I got into event management was to work for a nonprofit. Okay. okay. Um, That was what I wanted to do. I wanted to, you know, I would say that I wanted to plan really nice things for good causes. And so, and that's, I think, what I've gotten out of this, working for a nonprofit. um, It was, it's nice to actually be doing what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. There has been definite a learning curve for sure. I mean, especially then you like compare like my background, like I came from the four seasons to a nonprofit, totally different realms of like background. Yeah. But you're bringing a good, you're bringing something different to the table. Oh, absolutely. And here I think community and involvement, all of the outreach, that is what is most beneficial to me about this being a nonprofit mm-hmm. is that everyone always leaves the theater so happy, even yeah. if they didn't like come in knowing what to expect at all. They're yeah. like, wow, that was so good. And seeing them smiling, I'm like, oh, okay. That pays for itself. Yeah. Like yeah. did a good job. Like that, it's a good feeling to make other people feel good. Yeah. yeah. 
And you get to do that. And that's very exciting every weekend. I mean, that's all I've ever wanted to do ever. And so when people come to me and they're like, do you think we could do this at the Ritz? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, let's Let's do it. it. Let's just make it happen. It's great. It's very exciting to be a part of that and hopefully be a part of making many memories for people, which I think will happen inadvertently because of the program you guys are putting together. So great job for you for doing that. Thank you. It's definitely bringing (laughs) a lot of life back to downtown. So it's exciting that that's, you know, being activated as well. So uh, like I said, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on Facebook um, Mm -hmm. about events that you guys have coming up. So I wanted to see if you would be able to tell our listeners kind of the best way to stay up to date on kind of the events and everything that's coming up for the Ritz in the next year. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, Well, so for one, our website is always updated. um, So that has all of like how you can get involved with volunteering. You can sign up for our newsletter, um, has all of the updated events and it can lead you to our ticketing website, everything like that. So that's kind of like the hub of it all. Um, But Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, I've seen you guys on Instagram now, yes. which is cool. So um, I keep all of the platforms completely updated because I want everyone to be able to know and find it easier, mm-hmm. whichever way or app they you know right. prefer to use. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Facebook and Instagram are always updated. So you don't even have to go to the website because yep. our ticketing site's right on there. both of those too. So cool. that is the best way to find out um, about events. Signing up for our newsletter is a great way. So mm-hmm. like drop in your email. Um, I always have sign-up sheets at every event. That way, if people want to, when they're leaving, throw it on there. Mm -hmm, Do it while you're there. I'm always looking for volunteers if people want to get involved. Um, So what would that look like? So if somebody wanted to volunteer, mm -hmm. what kind of uh, volunteer opportunities do you have? Does that look different? It looks totally different, you know. You got to think about the fact that, like, I the theater does so many different things. So, like, it is a lot of... um, Heavy lifting sometimes, mm-hmm. so that's what I use a lot of the high schoolers for. Yes. Um, they come in after your school, and they help me turn the theater around, so we go from, like, a corporate event to get setting up for a movie night, nice. and that comes with moving the tables Absolutely. and the chairs. And so that is a great way to get, you know, one or two service hours here and there after mm-hmm. school. Um, and then there's, you know, on the easier side of the volunteers, if I always need people to check in tickets, usher people to seats, direct mm-hmm. people just – be there to answer questions like where's the bathroom or yeah you know we have um our handicap entrance in the back helping people walk around right. like that kind of stuff um selling concessions that's pretty much the overall realm okay. of what I have my volunteers do during events mm-hmm. um but I mean I always have projects going on during the week that if right. people have some free time it's always the best when they're like oh I have one or two hours in between you know, whatever it is they're doing, Mm -hmm. can I help you with anything? And then they just come and help me staple packets or, you know, random stuff like that Mm -hmm. because – I'm a one-woman show around yeah, here, so yeah. I, I'll take all the help I can get in right. any aspect. And there's you know? more probably going on than just, you know, what happens on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For sure. For sure. There's a lot of prep work that goes into it. Um, I always tell people, I'm like, if you want to get involved, I have a way for you to get involved. Yeah. I have a lot of different volunteer opportunities um, that are, you know, not much physical mm-hmm. aspect and then very physical yeah. so it really just depends on exactly what, what you're comfortable you're, with what you're comfortable with what you're willing to do how much time you have mm-hmm. um I you know I love to be very respectful of people's time yeah, I will absolutely. take whatever I can get mm-hmm. um even if it's 30 minutes sometimes people yeah. come and help me uh I don't know wash the windows yeah. <laughs> random I mean, stuff like really random happen, stuff you'll probably get a call that says I see a lot of fingerprints <laughs> on your window so it's got to be done you yeah. know 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's always something to be done. Um, yeah, something to be done, and you know. I like to think I'm nice to talk to, so I'll make it. I'll make you are it fun. very nice to talk to. I can confirm. We've <laughs> oh, been talking for a while. So. I'm a witness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean I like to get to know the city. Like again, how we were talking about getting to know everyone on a professional aspect. So I love to hang out with my volunteers. I have some really good, dedicated volunteers, yeah. and I'm always looking to grow that even more. So absolutely. So if you want to get to know Alyssa, grab yeah. a, grab her a coffee and go meet her at the Ritz and help I, her flip yeah. the room. I mean, hey, I have a Keurig in my office. I'll Look give at you that. coffee. Yeah, so free coffee. <laughs> free coffee. There's some, there's a lot in it for you. Well, that's good. Um, and I wanted to ask, kind of just to wrap things up, is there anything? on the horizon for the Ritz that you're excited about or any opportunity that you're excited about for the Ritz? All of it. I think all the possibilities. Yeah, I mean, all the possibilities. I got to say, um, there's a lot of programs coming wow. up. Yeah. And it just made me feel very good and very positive about what's coming up in the yeah. next few months, um, programming-wise, but, you know, volunteer opportunity-wise and community outreach-wise. I'm starting to work with the high schools a bunch on volunteering, and there's just a lot of good things that mm -hmm. I'm very excited to see the Ritz just continue to thrive on the path yeah. that it's on, and I feel very lucky that I get to be a part of it, and, you know, I get to be a contributing piece to what is going to happen moving forward. Um so, yeah, it's a cheesy answer, but I'm super excited for no, everything that's going to come yeah. to the Ritz. There's a lot, a lot going on, and it's all good things. Yeah, there's there's a lot of growth in downtown, and I think having the Ritz, you know, being used as a huge piece of that puzzle, you know, getting people to come downtown on the weekends and feeling like it's not only a family space, but like a date night space and all of those things. So I think that's a huge part of it. And we're very happy to have you in Winter Haven, back I'm here in Winter to Haven. Be here. I'm really excited. Yes. We're, it, you don't have to worry about the little alligators out at four, <laughs> yeah, the Four Seasons. I know. I was in a very dangerous work environment. <laughs> I know. You needed to come back home. So I did. <laughs> we're very happy to have you um, and we're very excited for all that the Ritz is going to do. Well, thank so, you thank so Thank much. you so much for joining me on the podcast. Oh, it's been a blast. Anytime. <laughs> We'd like to welcome and thank Mahalik Auto Group for sponsoring Season 3 of our podcast. This family-owned and operated business was first founded in 1966 in Michigan by Ralph Mahalik Sr. The family opened Winter Haven Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in 1991 and continued to expand in Polk County, now owning three additional dealerships, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram at Posner Park and also in Lake Wales in addition to Alfa Romeo Fiat of Winter Haven. Not only are their teams dedicated to finding you the perfect vehicle, but they're also focused on building a strong relationship with the community and treating their buyers like family. Find your new ride in 2022 and learn more at www.lowpaymentkings.com. Well, that's it for another episode of It's Happening in the Haven. We'd like to thank our guests for today's podcast, Alyssa Garber, the Executive Director of The Ritz in Winter Haven. Be sure to tune in every week to It's Happening in the Haven, available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. To learn more about Winter Haven and the Chamber, visit winterhavenchamber.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We hope you've learned a little bit about our community today and even more about the people who are shaping its future. After all, 
No true community exists without the people who form it. Winter Haven. Some call it a haven. We call it home.